Now, our special guest is coming up very, very shortly. His name is Mal Pope. Now, if, if I can say this live on the radio, when I started in radio long, long time ago, I had a little researcher's job when I was at Swansea University and I was allowed to go into BBC Radio Wells to watch our next guest put out his afternoon show. His name is Mal, but we've played his records many, many times. Mal is a fantastic musician, also a radio presenter, broadcaster and fabulous all-round human being. And it was amazing as a, as a young man trying to get into radio to watch this guy working. He was absolutely sensational at what he did. And basically, Mal has released a brand new single called Breathe, which I'll play for you in just a moment. It's taken from Mal's new album, Dream Out Loud. But also, Mal is celebrating this year 50 years of making records. He's going on tour. I'm looking forward to seeing him in Swansea. So we'll talk to Mal very shortly. He's going to be broadcasting live from his shed. He has a studio in his shed in Mumbles. So we can add another UK place name to our tour t-shirts now. Kate's in Sheffield. I'm in Cardiff, <laughs> Mal's in Mumbles. You see, it's growing. So let's listen to Mal's new record and then we'll have a chat to the legend. Somebody there called out my name Turning my scream into a whisper And you took my hand and you led me home I'd never be alone So what am I really doing here? Where am I gonna find an answer? Cause the darkness just keeps rolling in
open the doors I'm just praying it'll happen quickly As the furies fight to steal my peace I'm just praying for that sweet release So I just breathe Say your name as I breathe in Oh, call for the comfort to come To hold me up and make me strong My very good friend, Mal Pope, who joins us live on Good Morning Sunday. Good morning, Mal. Borita. Thanks for bigging me up, Jason. Well, it can only be a disappointment from here on in for everybody. Well, that, I think that's the finest introduction I've ever done on live radio. And you can pay me a tenner later on, OK? None of it's true, Kate. None of it's true. Well, he's undercut me because I only, I only said I'd do it for a fiver. So, you know, obviously you, you've gone for the more expensive yeah. option. For full clarification, I'll be honest with you. It's amazing that we're friends, though, because he supports, well, not only supports, he's the vice president of Swansea City Football Club. I support Cardiff City Football Club, one of the yeah. biggest rivalries in British football and yet we get on we're bringing people together Jason that's what we do congratulations on, on Aaron Ramsey as well until we're September the 16th delighted. when I don't talk to you for two days anyway Mal good morning to you it's so lovely to have you on I was just saying to my production team here as well you know I've known you for a long time Mal and I play your records we play your records on radio too and your voice is magnificent and you've just got a fine tradition of making great music so congratulations on what is an amazing career Thank you. Well, you know, it's more of a collection of unconnected events, I think, rather than a career. Um, but I, I always say yes, and, and it's, it's taken me all around the world, you know, tra- traveling around the world with Max Boyce or going to the Deep South and meeting the people who were involved in the civil rights uh, movement. Uh, saying yes is, is a very powerful thing. It also gets into trouble, Jason, as you probably know. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a remarkable journey. And, I, I, you know, I always say I like to the past, I like to visit the past. I don't want to live there. But at the moment, I suppose it's 50 years since my life changed, um, my first session for BBC Radio One, and at the time, it's in my family's life, it just seemed like another event because I've got my dad's diary in front of me here, and you know, he he mentions going to London the same sentence he does about eating the first tomatoes of the season. So it's that important, um, but really, it did change my life. Mm. Fifty years of making music for you. How does that feel, Mel? <laughs> But it's amazing, really, because I managed to get hold of all of those early late night sessions because I didn't sort of broadcast for daytime radio. I was broadcasting for a thing called Sounds of the 70s, the Top Gear program, which was on between 10 and 12 o'clock. And those programs were on past my bedtime. And it was my brother's friend, Mike Nicholson, who said, you ought to send your songs because I was writing songs from the age of nine. He said, you ought to send these songs to late night radio. And so when the letter came back, and I've actually got the letter in front of me now uh, from a guy called John Walters, the producer of the Top Gear show. It's from the 23rd of May. 1973 we would like to record some songs for us for your to broadcast them on on the top gear show could you ask your father to write to me giving his permission for you to appear on the program and, and it was just i can remember that letter coming through the the letterbox you know on, on that day and expecting the worst and then suddenly my life 
my life changed and it's the music's always been there right at the center of everything i've done lots of other stuff as you know but the music's always been the the driving force yeah a lovely message just come in from andrew who's listening morning andrew when my kids were growing up we had a mal pope album in our car we played it loads the kids met him once he was so lovely that from then on any time mal pope's name came up the kids would say the nicest man in the world how lovely is that well, yeah, I probably I probably paid him as well. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it's it's funny. On a, on a different story, somebody said once they had their car broken into, they stole all of the cassettes except mine. So you know, <laughs> you take you win some, you lose some. Jason, Kate, you yeah, win and lose some. Absolutely. And your new record, then, Dream Out Loud. What are we expecting from it, Mel? Well, it, it is a, a lot of songs of faith, if I'm if I'm honest, yeah. because you know that song "Breathe." It, it it's funny how songs get in, inspired into your into your brain. It comes from two sources. One is Mario Macronelli, the boxing coach, Enzo Macronelli's dad, who said, "We all take a punch. You go down on one knee, put your elbow on the ropes, you you breathe for for the eight, then you get back up and start the fight again." So breathing's been <laughs> been important in my life since I can ever remember. And oh. the other one is a guy called Dr. Tony Campolo, who was a great preacher. And I was going through a bit of a tough time, and I was on tour with him. I said, Tony, what do I do? And he said, well, just, just breathe. Breathe Jesus in, breathe Jesus out. And, you know, sometimes there's nothing you can do. You have to go through it. And breathing is a really good way of getting through to the next part of your life. Uh, uh, we've got a record lined up by uh, an artist that you might have heard of. His name is Elton John. Heard yeah. of him? Whatever happened to him, eh? Yeah, what happened to him? Yeah, 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 yeah. But tell the listeners, uh, some people, because you were on about a year ago, weren't you? And uh, obviously you told your connection with Elton and Elton's record label. Tell that story in case anyone missed it. So I, I was on I was on a late night radio program and then Elton John heard it and, and signed me to his new record label. And I became the record company mascot. So I went training with Watford because I'm a massive football fan and, and a bit of a player before my knees went uh, and stayed at his house, beat him at Sabutia football. But they used to do special things. So I remember staying and they said, there's gonna uh, there's a taxi coming to collect you. Make sure you're up and ready. So the taxi came to the hotel I was staying in and it took me to this massive house somewhere down on the river by Twickenham. And I knocked on the door and on, this is a lie. The door was opened by Pete Townsend. And I could see behind him Keith Moon, who scared the living daylights out of me as a 15 or 16 year old, however I was at the time. Anyway, I walked into this house and it was a studio. Uh, and they had a special chair for me above the piano booth. And Elton John is sat there in his tiger sort of skin jacket. And I was there for the recording of a song called Pinball Wizard. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, right, Mal, we'll talk more after this. having a whole heap of fun on that track. <laughs> it's an incredible track, isn't it, Mal? Well, they were, you know, and I remember because Ken Russell, the director, was there uh, as well. But the thing was, Gus Dudgeon was the producer of that session. He was also Elton's producer a long time, but also mine. So I knew everybody in the band. They'd all played on my records as well. So it wasn't a case of being just a kid coming into the room and sitting at the back. I was like, <laughs> I was like one of the gang. So it, it was amazing. amazing. And to see him at Glastonbury doing all of those songs. I mean, it was, it was staggering, wasn't it? It was wonderful. Yeah, that set was incredible. You could just, you could just, it was just, we were only watching it from telly and listening to it on the radio and I was overexcited and could feel the electricity. What it must have been like to be there was just incredible. Yeah, and it was almost like a spiritual experience for me because he's been a, so much a, a part of my life ever since I met him and signed for his record company. To see that sort of coming to a, this part of his mm. life coming to a, a, an end as he moves on to other things, it was it was very emotional, I think, all around. Yeah, spirituality and your faith underpins everything you do, doesn't it? I think so, and I, 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 wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm very good at it, Kate. Um, I don't think any of us are. I think that's why we call practising. I think <laughs> practicing. that's why we say we're a practising Christian, because we're just yeah. trying to get used to it. 
I mean, I look at my dad's diary, you know, to this this time 50 years ago, he was preaching Binya Gospel Hall on Isaiah 12, verse 13. I thought, thought I'd get that for us this morning. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Well, sometimes it's not all that joyous, is it? Sometimes it's really hard work. Uh, and I, I think probably, you know, when I was when I was 12 or 13, my, I always felt my job was to save the world, to be honest, Kate. That was my background. You had to go out there and save the world. And I, I realized I probably haven't got a big enough heart for that. And some of the black and the white stuff isn't quite so black and white anymore, but it's it is the bit that I can't get rid of. It's right at the centre of, of who I am and, and who I've always been and maybe who I'll be going forward as well. Yeah, sometimes you put your, your bucket in the well of faith and you pull the bucket back up and there's not a lot in there sometimes. Isn't there? Sometimes it it's dusty. overflowing. Uh, and we have to remember when things overflow, they often make a mess as well. But um, how does your faith practice look these days? Well, I suppose really, you know, people have different idols and Elton's been an idol for a long time or people they look up to. But mine is probably Moses of all the people in the Bible. And I tell you why, because he had a lot of success when he was young and then he went off for 60 years to become a shepherd. Uh, and then when he was 80, he, got his, he finally got his proper gig. Now, I, I'm not 80 because I should say when I did these things 50 years ago, I was only 12 years old. Yeah. So you could do, you could do the maths. Um, but, you know, there's, there's always a time in your life when you get prepared for something that you're really supposed to do and I, I still think that moment is yet to come and I think that probably is because of my faith I still think there is there's a better day coming Kate you know yeah. for all of us there's a better day coming and and that just goes for my career as well so I keep on thinking I'm, I'm just I just do what I do and uh, and hopefully that better day will come soon and what a career it's been 50 years of making records Mal Pope and releasing this new single Breathe uh, taken from your new album Dream Out Loud it's always a delight to have you on the show will you come back again uh, at a drop of a hat. Oh, I'm always in the shed, always ready to, to tune in. Thanks very much Send for your support. Send your coach, my darling. Um, and Mal, just before you go, I just want to ask you, that night at the Grand Theatre, what's the date again? It's October the 3rd, uh, which is actually, it's 50 years to the date I signed to Elton John's record label. Wow. Went, oh. went to London on that day. They picked me up from Paddington Station in a white Rolls Royce. Goodness uh, me. And, uh, and life was never the same again. Amazing. I'll have to bake you a cake. <laughs> <laughs> you both have to come. I'll reserve some seats for the Swansea Grand Theatre. Oh, Mal, God bless you. Thank you very much indeed. Such a delight to have you on the programme. Thank you very much indeed, Mal. Thank you, thank you, thank you.